We're going to keep it zen this week. Welcome back to Sid's Poetry Corner. I think you're going to like this one. All right. Let's cue these drums. If you a mama and you don't have your baby and your mama has your baby, then you not a mama. The grandmama is the baby. Thank you. Wow. Listen, listen. <laughs> wow, you put it on them gentle this time. Yeah. I would have went more angry slam <laughs> with that poem. <laughs> the grandmama's the baby. The grandmama's the baby. Very Gil Scott. <laughs> Gil Scott here. The grandmama, the grandmama, the grandmama. Now, why do I care? Because Whitey's on the moon. That's what you wanted me to do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. I know that's right, Sydney. All right. Well, let's get into it. What we watched this week? This week, I, I've been waiting to say this since we started the new Chitlin yes. Circuit. From day one, this movie has been on our list. We tuned into Gene of the Joneses, released 2016, directed and written by a personal fave, Miss Stella McGee, starring Taylor Page. Sherry Shepard, Gloria Rubin, Erica Ash, and Mamadou Ache, and available to stream on Prime Video. All right, let's start the show. The new Chitlin Circuit. Welcome back to the new Chitlin Circuit, the only podcast dedicated to Black Indies only. My name is Lex. And I'm Sid. And each week we watch and review a black independent movie. Why? Because we love them. We do, y'all. And you know who else we love? We love y'all. Because y'all sponsor my second favorite segment every single week where I put Alexis to the test to explain the plot of the film we're reviewing in 60 seconds or less. Now, while I have you here, go ahead, if you are so kind and willing, leave us a five-star review and a comment on Apple Podcast, and a simple retweet on Twitter. All right, Yeah, Alexis. just so your friends know. You know, let them know, because we do this every week for y'all. Alexis, are you ready to explain the plot of Gene of the Joneses in 60 seconds or less? Yes. All right, let's do it. All right, so we got a girl named Jean Jones who just broke up with her boyfriend, Jeremiah, who, um, here's the thing about Jean. She's the problem. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and she comes from a long line of, this is a story where on the surface, it's about a whole family of women who can't keep a man. Mm-hmm. But under the surface, it's actually about the complexities of love and grief and such. Yep. Um, so she finds out that her granddad exists and mm-hmm. that he just died in front of her and and then they're trying to figure out, weave together the family tree and the secrets and the lies from the years. And they're also healing a mm-hmm. lot of the trauma that they caused each other, um, especially between Jean and her mom. Um, yeah. And she's a writer. She's an author. She's trying to do her thing. And she is just a confused late 20-something trying to learn to love. That was poetic. A whole eight seconds left. So now that we know what happened in Jane of the Joneses, Sydney, I'm so excited 
It's oh. very true what you said. Did did you hear me do my Jill Scott? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're, yes. This the excitement is is not only not us doing Jill Scott and Gil Scott. Hello. <laughs> today <laughs> come on talk about connections we're mm. bringing in the, the cultural points here um but now that we know what happened in the movie we're gonna get into our general mm-hmm. thoughts on gina the joneses finally finally all right y'all before we get into our general thoughts on gene of the joneses i wanted to do a few things first want to shout out miss crystal hill who starred as Deborah in the film Turn of the Cheek that we reviewed a few weeks ago. Uh, she left us a lovely comment on our Instagram under that post, uh, and it reads, this is incredibly humbling. Thank you for the love. Miss Crystal, thank you for the love. Appreciate you for listening to the episode um, and commenting on our post. It always means a lot to us to hear from uh, filmmakers and those involved with the films that we review. Uh, let us know you liked it and enjoyed it. Uh, so shout out to you, Miss Crystal. And for any uh, fans of the show, any other filmmakers or just general lovers of black indies feel free to reach out to us too uh we love to hear from you guys and especially this week let us know what's on your black indie radar right now and you want to hear us review here on the new chitlin circuit we're open to all suggestions and we'll check them out all right y'all back to the show so sydney and i know you're dying to tell me so what did you think of Gene of the Joneses? L is for okay. the way you look <laughs> at me. <laughs> I L O V E loved this movie from the opening scene to when the credit. I watched all the credits, Alexis, up until it said filmed in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. When I see that fucking le- that maple leaf, I- shout out to Canada. Shout out to Canada. <laughs> Every time. Every time. The, the boys up north. <laughs> Y'all be doing that. Y'all really do. And this was no different. Uh, Stella is a product of Canada. Shout out to you, girl. This movie was filmed in Canada and parts of New York. Um, and it's easily put, you did that. There are no critiques in my notes here. It's really just all praise. Like, like I said at the beginning, I have been waiting since I found out about this movie a few years ago to watch it and it was available nowhere to buy rent stream in the U S only in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, and I finally got the chance and we'll be watching again very soon. Damn. What? That was our chance to get the, uh, what's that VPN? Oh, the damn. <laughs> to get uh, the VPN sponsorship yeah, right there. We, we should have. <laughs> yeah. But Sydney, what did you like about it? I know you're excited. What, what, yeah. what, what about um, it made you fall in love? Because, you yeah. know, it's your first time seeing it, right? Yeah, yeah. My first time seeing it. Uh, a few different things. One, I love, like, Stella's jazzy undertones and all the movies that she mm. does. And this was no different. Uh, everything is, like, seems to be carried and pushed forward with, like, music and jazz and just really, like, give, giving you an idea of the scenes. Love that. The coloring, it's always so deep and, like, rich. In all of her films, mm-hmm. like the photograph with Issa Rae and Lakeith, that they looked so like nicely lit in that entire movie, and no different here. Like everyone is just so brown, and it just looked great. And the story, uh, I love a story about a multi generational like woman family. It reminded me a lot of my family. It was mostly women. Of course, there's some men involved. You know, I guess it had to be whatever <laughs> science, but like you know, most of 
my cousins and you know aunts it's mostly women who just like come from all of that ranks and just thinking about the conversations that we have and all that stuff so it was relatable on top of everything else just a beautiful film so I loved it um what did you think on Gina the Joneses I really liked it um I was expecting to like it so that's not a surprise either um what I we agree on the jazzy like tones I think that's how you described it yeah of Stella McGee's movies uh The Weeknd was similar I absolutely love that as a fan of Spike Lee as well any black artist that like weaves jazz into their medium like be it film or tv or like even writing people like use certain um yeah like jazzy settings or something um i just love that mm-hmm. I, I think jazz is probably this oh god here i am being pretentious again jazz <laughs> is one of the best products of this like country of black americans we really did that with jazz so i like it mm, <laughs> we did that Especially compared to The Weeknd, I think Miss Stella is just really great at writing these type Mm of uh, female characters. (laughs) Yeah, um, she nails this very, like, avoidant, uh, lost um, 20-something type of character. And, you know, we see it again here. Um, If you're listening now, if you're a new fan of the show, go back and listen to our review of the weekend because you'll see a lot of similarities and also go back and watch both of these movies because they're good movies. And she had a lot to work with. This is like, you know, the Mm -hmm. three sisters, Jean and the mama, plus some like, you know, additional characters. It was was a lot to really flesh all of them out. And I thought it was done well. All right. And also, you know, I love Mamadou and he's in this movie. So you know how we feel the mama do already shot my shot but that was season one so we'll get to all right let's let's walk through some of these (laughs) scenes of uh gina the joneses here on the new chitlin circuit we like to start from the first scene of the movie we're not going to start from the second we're not going to start from the middle and we're not even going to start from the best one because it doesn't matter we're going to start from the first scene now that y'all understand Mm -hmm. that let's get on into it this movie opens up this mm-hmm. beautiful, like saturated color, just uh, like apartment type of loft and this very awkward interaction yeah. <laughs> between Jean and her <laughs> now ex-boyfriend, Jeremiah, who is so clearly done with mm-hmm. her ass. <laughs> done. She cannot. So she's talking about some. So this is just for a little while, right? He's uh-huh. <laughs> Since he asked you to leave, this is for Permanente. Yeah, Permanente. (laughs) (laughs) So that's how the movie starts out. So we can see this is a a little bit down on her luck type of character. Um, But she's gorgeous and she drives a really cool car and Mm -hmm. lives in a really cool place. So um, she's on the bridge uh, back to Jersey. I think her family lives in Jersey. No, they were in Brooklyn. Oh, they were in Brooklyn. Oh, I'm tripping. I saw the bridge and I just assumed. So they're in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm, they're in Brooklyn. Got it. Yeah. So she gets on the bridge back to Brooklyn <laughs> to go to her grandma's <laughs> house. It looks like they're about to have yeah. family dinner. Now, we love scenes like this. Um, I want to bring yes. in not only, oh, here's a connection, you know, to six degrees, which is really like one degree. Um, the weekend. Oh, let's do it. How are you going to connect? Uh huh. <laughs> the weekend, the okay. mother in that, which. Stella McGee is also really good at writing a mean mom. <laughs> yeah. The mother in that was played by Kim Whitley. 
And yep. in another movie that I was about to refer to in terms of a family dinner scene that was very necessary to introduce the background of character, Love.com. Mm-hmm. Ah, yep. We did mention where that Where Kim Whitley also plays like the raunchy aunt or something like oh, that. Oh, she was the movie. auntie. Yeah. Because yeah. the Temptations was the daddy. Mm-hmm. Otis. <laughs> yeah. Otis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this is a very like... Um, you can't go wrong with this tool, with this device in a in a movie, setting up a family dinner so we can get introduced to all the people that contribute to this character. And we can mm-hmm. see where, like, we get introduced, we get dropped into the Joneses here. What did you yeah. think of the Joneses when you met them? <laughs> I, 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 wow, they're mean. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> these are spicy-ass women. <laughs> these, damn, y'all don't hold nothing back. Y'all just say whatever to each other. My little feelings might have been hurt. And I thought, like, me... We joke around in my household. Some people may say it's too far, but we know it's jokes. They mm-hmm. was serious. Um, <laughs> yeah, they was dead ass serious. They was dead ass serious. Um, Gene, what are you doing with your life? Why you look a mess? They was they wasn't playing with you, Gene. It wasn't you know family banter. They was you looked a mess, Gene. It was all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the the rhythm of like the way the character's dialogue is written and also Mm -hmm. the camera. So there's one thing that kept happening. I'm not typically, you know, I, I don't typically bring out super technical stuff all the time, only when it's noteworthy, Mm -hmm. but there's like more often than not in this movie, at least in the front half of the movie, instead of cutting to close-ups of people's faces, the camera would actually just pan over like a reality show. (laughs) Like it would just like (laughs) pan over. Like that's what happened in the opening scene. We saw Jeremiah sitting there like, bro, the fuck. And then we pan over (laughs) to Gene's crazy face. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And that happened a lot in this kitchen scene too. Yeah. But the way it was paced along with that felt like kind of honestly it felt kind of like a stage play. It felt like we could have been watching this on the stage. That's true. Stella got an eye. Yeah. Yeah. She got got an eye. She knows her shots. Like that's absolutely any gaps in where I might would suggest filling in the gaps of um, chemistry or something like that. I think it Mm -hmm. works because the characters are not supposed to, they don't like each other that much. Right. (laughs) So yeah. Right. Right. They're at Sunday dinner and we meet them all. And then some man shows up at the door and asks for the grandma Mm-hmm. and then drop dead Guys, <laughs> right boss, there in the vestibule that would have shook me up <laughs> so now Jean is you know trying to unravel this it turns out this is her granddaddy i'm actually mm-hmm. gonna insert another tyler perry um this is your granddaddy <laughs> this is not the first time <laughs> this is not the first time we've had a plot like this. I think um, sustained. <laughs> we've made the same reference in sustained. <laughs> there was something we did uh, uh, season one, two, where just a random granddaddy come up and we, oh, that was her granddaddy. That um, was her granddaddy. Yeah. Which also makes me think, does this happen enough in the black community where <laughs> you just don't be knowing? I mean, it could, you know, you really yeah. just don't be knowing, you know, who your granddaddy is. And he been in your life this whole time, and you find out once he died that he was. Your I don't know. My granddaddy's a boulder. He is not a Rolling Stone. Yeah, I wouldn't know. Um, yeah, I don't even think he's been far away from Alabama before. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. So I wouldn't know. He he's he wasn't a very busy man. Let yeah. us know if you find out who your granddaddy was after he died. Um, yeah. 
write us at the new chitlin circuit at gmail.com we want to know yeah we want to hear the stories if yep. this is that common we would like to hear want to know yeah so this happens and then this is where the first layer of this like family drama gets in because mm-hmm. what we start to realize the pattern that we keep hearing in the family is all yep. of these fucking secrets everything's a secret with them yeah and it's like everything so it's, has been whispered around corners like all the all yep. the girls lies their grandma would just stay whispering around corners and gina's like what the hell is going on yeah. like yeah i'm out the it, loop gina gina's <laughs> her character is literally like what was said like what that's said? all she does all movie wait a minute we're not finna <laughs> speed past that right like you didn't just say that whoa so her granny falls out when she sees the granddaddy fall out and it turned the granny fucking fake faked the fake (laughs) because she didn't want to answer to who he was that's drama you know which is even more dramatic i need to be a grandmama i'm gonna (laughs) gonna tell look i need you to just vanish 20 years oh my god show show up on my doorstep suddenly and yeah. Let let me do the drama. You don't die. Just let me do the drama. <laughs> oh my god, that's a mess. <laughs> so after, so we have this first layer. Boom. Now mm-hmm. this is when we meet Mamadou, uh, whose name is Ray. That keeps coming up. Yeah. Who was he? <laughs> uh, Ray. That's Ray. <laughs> my favorite line, Gene. Who was this black man in my hallway? <laughs> now that was the funniest line of the movie, Gene. Who is this black man in my hallway? My hallway. <laughs> <laughs> and she Gene cracks the door and says, That's Ray. That's right. <laughs> and closes the door. This <laughs> dysfunctional ass family. <laughs> like, what the fuck? But we'll get to that later. When we first meet Ray, he is an EMT on the um mm-hmm. Amalamps. <laughs> the the Amalamps. <laughs> and uh, I really do love black people. <laughs> He's an EMT on the Amalamps and uh, he's kind of flirting with her <laughs> while he she's riding in the car with her. He asks for her number while she's in the car. That's flirting. Yeah. <laughs> and um, every at every single point, just like um, Sashir Zamet's Zamata, Shashir, uh-huh. Sashir Zamata's mm-hmm. character yep. in The Weeknd, another Star Wars uh-huh. movie. Um, anytime a man is nice to her, she, she gets get weird mean and pulls away. <laughs> so Ray says something nice to her, like asks for her number, and she's boy, no, please stop. And she just keeps doing that all throughout the movie until she comes to her senses at the end, of course. Right. Um, so we're it clearly I'm enjoying the movie so far at this point. <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm in in still. I'm I've been cracking up the whole time. The minute I saw yeah. uh Sherry Shepard come on screen, I said, Oh no. This this gonna be funny. This gonna go off. This funny as hell. Sherry knows she's funny. <laughs> she is funny, and mm-hmm. this also drives home my point about Ray asking for her number in the ambulance with a dead body mm-hmm. in here. Death make people want to fuck. <laughs> That's you have that is said a that. biological truth. Death yeah. make people want to fuck. <laughs> and to this day, I haven't like found any other like study mm-hmm. or example to show that isn't true i mean it's true yeah death make people want to fuck (laughs) (laughs) and this is exhibit a so now we're going on uh you know it's the granddaddy and things are sizzling down now the the main problem here for gene though 
Mm-hmm. She ain't got nowhere to live. <laughs> she don't. Because <laughs> she was living with Jeremiah. So now that's the point of, because after we meet the Joneses at family dinner, I was a little confused because yeah. I was like, well, what is Jean's journey and why did I meet all of them? But she has to go and live with all of them. <laughs> I want to put a pin here because I think this this is the case of when um, uh, the ladies mistook Destiny's Child. Now, when they said ladies leave oh. their man at home, the club is full of ballers and their pockets full grown. Make sure you have a home to go back to. That's a key. <laughs> That's key in the message. Okay. Now, Sydney, I now you preaching today. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard such an app dissection of <laughs> jumping, jumping. Exactly. <laughs> Make sure you have a home to, to go, go back, back to, to, ladies. I Please. like that. You you really could have a second career as a, a, a grifting pastor in the South. You could do it. <laughs> I'm like, I, I got the moxie. I just don't have the time. Yeah. I ain't trying to be, I like to sleep in. I ain't trying to be up all early every Sunday. That's what's holding you back from being a grifting preacher. <laughs> yeah, that's holding me back from my bag, from my destiny, my rest. You would have to wear like so much weave. Like you would have to wear like a Kim Kimball sized wig. Not Kim Kimball. Oh God. That's... <laughs> you know how much hair that lady be having in her Alex, <laughs> I'm only 5'1". Yeah, that's, that's what makes it funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm look like damn Doug Dimmadome, but his hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. No guys, sometimes his side note, I'm gonna give y'all a little BTS right now, a little behind the scenes. Sometimes, especially when Sydney and I in person, we record two episodes at a time. Sometimes that second episode we'll have some drinks and we'll be loose and giggly like this. <laughs> we're completely we're not having any drinks or anything at all. We're just having a great time talking about time. this movie. Um you can hear some of the episodes where yeah. <laughs> some alcohol was involved well, we a little loose on the sauce <laughs> but um yeah. no this is just this I, this is an indication of how fun and enjoyable this movie really was so yeah. let's jump back into it sydney mm-hmm. <laughs> so now jean goes up to uh her aunt Anne is a nurse right Yes, uh, that's Erica Ash character. Yeah, she's a nurse. Yeah, who is also mm-hmm. funny as hell. As I, hell. Frankly, I think the comedy was too underplayed. I think this movie, because The weekend got the comedy sharp. Yeah. Like, I think this movie could have used a, a few more jokes. Yeah, especially with, like, heavy hitters like Miss Sherry mm-hmm. and Erica. They just, <laughs> yeah. it's just naturally funny. When yeah. I see Miss Sherry, I just think of Beauty Shop. <laughs> <With that people. laughs> Which I'm thinking when she dropped that fucking syrup on that white <laughs> couch and said, tell people it's designer. It's designer. Just flip it over. Flip it over. <laughs> what? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I do think the comedy was a little underdone. I think they could have uh, ratcheted it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But we get this scene where Gene goes to, like... <laughs> like steal healthcare really mm-hmm. <laughs> um from her aunt's like hospital this and... heart really knew she was down bad because the family them they look pretty well off like all of her yeah. aunts and her mother they have you know these great jobs and they have these great homes because we see Jean hopping from house to house in the movie her grandmother lives mm-hmm. in this beautiful big brownstone in brooklyn yeah. so the money is there Jean yeah. is just she's a mess <laughs> i mean but the thing is it's a unique millennial experience because yeah. she's a published author with an agent, 
before mm-hmm. 30. That's not yeah. a mess objectively that's not a mess but because of this like 30 under 30 culture and mm, like mm-hmm. like this like pressure and once you do something mildly successful anything yeah. else you do is now compared to that and it's like this this pressure that's created from yeah. like this culture where it feels like everyone has to be famous and everyone mm. has to be on like you know like mm. as a young black creative Anything you do, it feels like the whole world is going to compare it to the, like, yardstick of the time, which is Issa Rae. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, well, you ain't Issa, so. (laughs) I just realized Fuck are you. Yeah. I'm a victim. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Take it there. I'm a victim to the culture. (laughs) Because. Yeah. That's what what Jean is going through. I mean, because technically. I mean, I do have a job that will give me insurance, but like if I didn't, next year I am off the family health plan. Yeah. What I'm gonna do? I had well, to talk what, to what my optometrist back home about that when I went yeah. to get my eye exam this year. He said, How's it going? He was like, Oh, we'll just talk about it next year. And I said, Well, Dr. Worstat, I'm 25, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I'm gonna have to see one of the optometrists in my city. Um, I can't yeah. keep coming back down to Georgia to get you to look <sighs> at my eyes. It was a hard conversation. It was a tough That's breakup. Tough. Um, yeah. Yeah. I hope you working so, through that. That's that's hard. I've been seeing him, you know, since I was like nine. So. Yeah, man. He's really seen my little eyeballs through it all. He like, mm. yeah. So. I don't see why there needs to be a limit. Uh, okay. I do I see, see why, why but I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't it. like it. <laughs> I'm still in the family. Hell, I just don't yeah. get it. Anyways. Nevertheless, you see the relatability mm-hmm, definitely. <laughs> of Gene's story. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Now, this first aunt, Anne, who is a nurse, she's raunchy. She's the young one. They smoke mm-hmm. weed together, her and Jean. Yep. <laughs> um, and we find out that the aunt is pregnant um, yeah. by her boyfriend, who is a doctor at the same hospital. Mm-hmm. And then we get to confront the doctor, which is kind of a fun scene. I thought tonally it was a little, I couldn't tell I whether to laugh or not. Oh, when she said, my father yeah. died, I lost it. <laughs> so I thought that shit was funny. <laughs> yeah, because she literally was not caring about it. <laughs> until, <laughs> until she right could then. play it as a card. But yeah. my note, back to beauty shop, when we see the doctor, my note, because we've mm-hmm. seen Jeremiah, now we see this doctor. And my next note was, when did we get so integrated around <laughs> speaking of beauty shop right it's a hole because that jeremiah i said i i can't imagine a white man having a hole like that on me i i Mm -mm. just could not in my life in my life (laughs) Mm -mm. um so but do you see that's the issue there and then for some reason or another she can't live with uh, ann no more because Aunt Anne is tired of ass. Yeah, they're just <laughs> yeah. not compatible roommates. Mm-hmm. And now, this is where I put in a note. Quick question. How the fuck old is Jean? <laughs> I, I think she's, she's in such her a 20s. child. Like, she, how she's old in her, is she? Like, I think she's in her mid to late 20s. She's at least like 26, 27 years old. God, what does yeah. she have to get? Like, girl, you, you, you can't go nowhere. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. She's a mess. Like, that part of her life is like, like, broke. Grow up. Yeah. Just like, you know, do something. <laughs> like, So now she's sleeping on an air mattress in her mama house. And <laughs> she thinks it's a good idea to invite Ray 
over to the air mattress. Yeah. And then they on the air mattress trying to hook up and it's being mean. Yeah. <laughs> and she's being rude. I don't yeah. know why. Mama Do plays this type of guy very well. Um, I also revisited Oh Jerome No, this like FX miniseries uh, he was starring uh-huh. in. <laughs> and he's just a very clumsy like harmless guy because that's what he looks like just harmless yeah. and clumsy and cute um like he's like that. a it's like a dark-skinned alfred enoch <laughs> yes he's very harmless Ooh, sorry i had to kill a bug <laughs> <laughs> type of bama with- shit <laughs> he's witnessed the murder i'm sorry <laughs> See, that's the countryest thing I've ever seen you do. Why are you clapping bugs it's in the middle net. of our episodes? It was going to get on my nerves. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Let's keep it moving. <laughs> so the air matches pop, and then that's when we get Sherry Shepard. Uh, that's her last name, right? Shepard? Shepard. Uh-huh. <laughs> Giving us the line of the movie. Who is this black, <laughs> man, this black man in my, in hallway? my hallway? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> And while we're here, I just want to make a quick um, statement. Um, <clears throat> Mama Do, um, you know, I think you probably live in the, you know, the LA area, but you look like you could, you know, enjoy the New York City scene if you're ever here and want to go out or something. Um, I'm around. I live in the city. Uh, I live in Harlem in a brownstone, if that, you know, does anything for you. Um, holla at your girl. New chilling circuit at gmail.com yeah did you lower your voice for that yeah the voice like that (laughs) (laughs) okay well mama dude you heard it here first let's get back into it so that terrible hookup happens and we also now that we you know we know what was happening with ann when Jean mm-hmm. stayed with her, and now we're seeing what's happening with the mom, and we she's asking Jean's asking about you know how her mom's dealing with the dad not being there anymore, and you think yeah. that it's because they got divorced, and right. that's he left like, them or something. Yeah, I'm like, damn, whole family can't keep a man. Right, like, can't catch a break. <laughs> None of y'all. But we then my note there, out. I go, well, damn, yeah. y'all would catch more bees with honey instead of vinegar if y'all was nicer. <laughs> <laughs> it was different with the mama. <laughs> You're going to be a great grandma, because that's some grandma shit to say. Maybe if he was a little bit nicer, you could get a man. <laughs> yeah. We later find out that actually is the dad has passed away, but the mom's yeah. not really accepting it. And like Jean, like she doesn't like to talk about it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like, it's kind of like. Real mean when you bring it up because she tells yep. Jean and he left me you. Like, whoa. Yep. It's kind of the spite that her mom has for her has to do yeah. with the grief that her mom has for her dad. Exactly. Um, yeah. But we find we're laying out all these pieces and we're finding it out like later in the movie. Because at this point, mm-hmm. all we see is that the mama just has all this smoke for Jean. Yeah. So Jean got to get Jean up out of there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and go over to Aunt Janet, who is a drinker. I mean, would you not be mad if somebody popped Joey Ranchers? Yeah. I'd be pretty <laughs> mad. I'd be mad, too. I don't own an air mattress, but I would be upset if somebody popped it. What? What? The technology for that has to improve. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so she goes over to Aunt Janet. Janet. Uh, Janet got two kids 
and mm-hmm. a, a estranged husband <laughs> that we yeah. have that we don't meet until later. <laughs> yeah. And the deal is, you're not gonna live here for free. You need to take care of these kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, she, now that's right. <laughs> Pick them up from school. Come mm-hmm. on now, you got you. This is it ain't not like you writing, right? Because <laughs> you damn sure ain't writing no more. Um. So now here's when the you, know, you start to. Pull the thread, pull the thread on the sweater a little bit more. Yeah, because one of the kids, somebody tweeted last week. You know, kids would say the most fucked up thing and like do a cartwheel <laughs> afterwards. They'd be like, yeah. "My mommy and daddy don't live together anymore." Woo! <laughs> and last one night, of the kids my daddy was like, "Hit my mommy with a rock." Woo! <laughs> yeah, that's how it be. That's how it be. <laughs> um. So one of the kids like, "Ooh, that's where Auntie Laura stay." Yeah. That's you? <laughs> yeah, so Jean's like, girl. <laughs> now, me being a capital F gay, um, <laughs> I'm thinking, oh shit, <laughs> not Janet being gay, but it's, that's not it. Because I'm yeah. thinking, like, you, yeah, it's not uh-huh. it. Auntie Lord, that's this my special friend. That's what you thought. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. her special friend, it was her half sister, <laughs> um, <laughs> who is the daughter of the dead granddaddy whose name is Gordon. We forgot yep. to mention that. His name's Gordon. Um, and Jean knows he has to go up in there and meet her. I mean, just knocks on the door. Yeah. And then invites her to the wake. Um, yeah. Now, here's where I want to put in a little pinpoint. And you know we really like a movie when we stop to discuss a cultural piece about mm-hmm. the importance. I think we actually have discussed this on the show before. The importance of the black funeral yes. tradition. We did um, Miss Juneteenth. We discussed Boom. it. Boom. Yes. Because yep. oh, we talked about the, the importance of the funeral home director. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we get the same thing here, um, where they're picking out the caskets. This is way. This is when he like right when he just dies, and ain't yeah. nobody feeling it except Gene, who's mm-hmm. like a dog with a bone with this. <laughs> and like they go, okay, well, this is the cheapest one. It's a pine box, and <laughs> Janet is like, oh no, <laughs> like, I don't like them. But like, why would I we put can't them in put this? My daddy in that. Yeah, and they end up getting the most tricked out oak. <laughs> like what was the uh, not oak? Uh, it's like maple or I don't know what type. It of was wood. a bust down. The casket. It was, was a bust, bust down. down. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Sydney, for what, having the language. Yeah. This is why we're friends. You have the language when I need it. It was a bust yeah. down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and that's just really yeah. important because it really don't. It's not about how you feel about the person that's going in the ground. It's about the fact that every person going in the ground need to go in right. You know. Right. And celebrate yeah. it, you know, something. A something. Yeah, <laughs> and so let, now let's talk about the wake because Aunt Anne continues a long tradition in African American culture. Somebody um, gotta fall out. If you somebody don't, gotta act a fool. It don't count. <laughs> it don't count. You're <laughs> not being buried <laughs> if one of your family members is not unconsolable <laughs> it's just inconsolable like, it's it terrible. has to happen they gotta damn near fall in the ground with the casket yes. for it to count yes, yes. yeah mm-hmm. this is also very this a lot of Tyler Perry tie-ins because this just reminded me a lot of Meet the Browns I just rewatched yeah. that play this week uh-huh. and the sister on that one <laughs> Vera or something Vera's know. her name I know Jennifer Lewis plays her in the movie which yes is, yes. Get it very much um loving the the cultural ties here Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so yeah and everything just goes to shit so the husband 
uh, Janet's husband shows up to the funeral. Her now, this and is call another him a funny bitch. line. <laughs> so he goes a little bitch, and then he goes, "Janet, you told Jean I was a crackhead." It <laughs> was so funny. <laughs> and Janet kept saying "fiending," but she kept saying the D. <laughs> Fiending. <laughs> It really, it was really funny because Janet was the one that was ex- like exhibiting crackhead behavior. Yes, yes. He showed up so normal. <laughs> you told him I was a crackhead. That's fucked up. You tell the school not to let him pick his kids because he on crack. He not on crack. That's fucked That's up. Crazy. That is crackish. Like Janet needed <sighs> to sit her ass down. That was funny. Yeah. So now, now let's not forget about Miss Mamas, the matriarch. Let's not forget about oh, Granny. Yeah. Oh, this no, is no, where we no. find out the reason Gordon left is because mm-hmm. Granny cheated on him. Cheated. Now they was both cheating apparently because that's where Laura came from. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like just they're, they they clearly gave Sher Shepherd the the biggest uh, acting lift. Oh, of and the she movie, did being that. The oldest sister. Yeah. Yeah. And she her name was Maureen. Mm-hmm. You know I like the movie because I'm remembering all the characters' names. You never do that. I'm like, I got the list up just for you, just in case. Thank mm-hmm. you, friend. Uh, Maureen's saying, so because y'all couldn't forgive each other, because you couldn't put your pride aside, mm-hmm. because you couldn't move on, we lost a daddy. Like, yeah. he wasn't there because of y'all, like, because of some yeah. shit that y'all felt about each other. He lived across the bridge. In she Harlem. had lied to her kids and told them that he moved back to Jamaica. Crazy. And he lived in Harlem. Harlem. Right there. It's fucked up. They could have took the two to see They could have. Show could have. Right up there. Mm-hmm. Crazy. So yeah. Um, we get that big release attention. And the 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 last thing I wanted to talk about was when Gene goes to his apartment in Harlem, to Gordon's apartment, and discovers like a little bit of who he is. But it I do you, what what other scenes um like call out to you in the movie or like about Jean because she does a lot of other things happen she's stalking her boyfriend she's yeah. learning to try and do a thing with Ray and trust him and open up mm-hmm. and stuff yeah it was a big blow I did want to bring this up too when Jean finds out that her publisher has dropped her after mm. she's just running the streets you know just being careless not writing and you know it happens sometimes you're in a funk. And you don't want to, Jean is clearly in a funk. She don't want to do nothing. She don't even want to go to her regular job as like a barista. Yeah, Um, But she lucked up though. Yeah, she did. She lucked up because her agent told her that the publisher was cutting their losses and dropping her. Mm -hmm. They already gave her an advance to write this book. Yeah, They could have made her pay that shit back because clearly she already spent it. They gave her that two years ago. And yeah. still that's no what book. happened in um, I May Destroy You when they took uh, yeah. Michaela Cole's advance back and she'd already spent that shit and they wanted it back. Yeah. She said, I don't know what to do. Yeah. That's why, um, you know, yeah. graduating from the uh, um, <laughs> Sean Combs <laughs> School of Business at Howard University. <laughs> Howard University. You don't take no advance. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Don't do that. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not a good idea. Yeah. Mm-mm. But that, I just feel like that the way they show, like, that's that's a big blow. And people, you know, you like to think that, like you were saying, like, this 30 under 30 culture and this, like, everybody got to be on their A game. It don't be like that. And most times it be like how Gina's living life. Like, yeah. she don't know what she doing. 
And those who have the powers that be say, all right, girl, it is what it is. Bye. And now you lost in the sauce and you got to figure out how to get yourself out. And that was, I thought that was great. Cause I've definitely had some moments like that. And Taylor, uh, she delivered uh, those scenes well of just being like, well, I guess I got to put on a brave face for the family and try and figure out my next move. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, she threw her grandfather um, and rediscovering him uh, when she Mm -hmm. goes to his home, uh, his brick, his brownstone in Harlem um, that he left behind and left to them in the will. um, Yeah she like discovers he's a musician he's got like records and he's he's a multifaceted he's musician. i saw a saxophone yeah. a violin a trumpet mm-hmm. in there um and he he's a jazz musician and he has this really cool like the set designer did a great job it looked like great a, job looked like a brownstone of a very interesting man yeah definitely and all <laughs> you know, he's got the good the whiskey on the table yeah. right and then what was i did shed a little tea here too also, I'm, I'm in an emotional time this part of the month uh, when she oh. opened up his desk <laughs> and yeah. she found all of her, like the articles that she wrote in the New Yorker and yeah. like what I said, oh, like he, he had been following her. He knew about her, but you know, for- And they had never met. Whatever, never he met. he still was reading her work, reading the reviews yeah. and stuff. Like he was a proud yeah. granddad. That was, that was touching. Yeah. That was beautiful. And she's got like, and she finds his journals and stuff and reads an excerpt of mm-hmm. um, like the letter, the the personal statement part of his will and testament. Mm-hmm. She reads that at the funeral when they put the bus down in the ground. <laughs> and she like, apparently there are other like um, journals and she's going to publish them as his memoir and write the foreword. And that's beautiful. You know, I, I think that's a part of my comment on the 30 under 30 culture, which I like am very much a part of. I'm very like, I'm sitting here right now on this microphone, with my best friend talking to you guys uh, mm-hmm. about this movie, because I think my words are that important and <laughs> I want yeah. everybody to listen to them. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, among other things, mostly because we love black endings, but yeah. you know, let's, I'm a human, but right. I think the biggest detriment of this pressure to like, be like a, as mm-hmm. big as you can be by the time you're 30 and if you're generous 35 yeah. <laughs> like the the biggest thing that we lose culturally and socially with that is that people that age don't have as many important things to say as older and they don't have do. nothing figured out it's just <laughs> you know, like, like, that's what i'm saying like yeah it's it's really through life experiences like even when she's talking about the reviews that her last book, her last collection mm-hmm. of sto- short stories got, which yeah. probably, you know, they seemed to be that they were good and she was promising. They thought she'd be the next Sadie Smith. She's not. She um, was not yeah. <laughs> but even the reviews she was saying felt kind of lukewarm. And like mm-hmm. the, the next best thing that she stumbled upon that she stumbled upon was a product of just living some life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. W- just being 25 i can i can say i only have shit to say about me that's why we get so many movies and tvs shows about being a movie and tv writer <laughs> like right, right. how many more like how that's niche true. is that like <laughs> that's so true you know it's not like art is just moved so far away from just talking about just life and that's why yeah. i think tyler perry made such a good career for himself is because his stuff was only ever about that just life just life yeah i mean it was you know 
satirical a lot. You know? I don't think he was going for satire. I don't, I don't think <laughs> he, he was dead either. as serious. He was serious. Um, mm. Yeah. Well, shout out to you, uh, Mr. Perry. Uh, TPC. Uh, stop that. <laughs> Look, that's that's just how I felt. I thought it was beautiful. The combination of the movie um, into like her discovering her grandfather posthumously yeah. was beautiful. And I love. I just wanted the the very last scene, that breaking of the uh, the fourth mm-hmm. wall, or just looking at the camera and the credits roll. It seems yeah. corny, but that's a classic no. touch, in my opinion. And I chef's kiss, great decision. It was very Loved good. It. Yeah, especially with the music choices and like yeah. it, it fit. It, it fit definitely. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. So Sydney, I have a tough question for you this week. Yeah, this actually is a tough one this week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who came to act? Wow. Um, you know, usually I have an easier time answering this question, and you know, every once in a while we come upon a film and it's difficult. This is one of those weeks. For this week's Who Came to Act Award nominee, and I racked my brain all night for this one. I would like to nominate Miss Sherry Shepard. Yeah. Yeah. Now she's not here in the studio with us today, so I'm going to accept that on her behalf. Absolutely. Wholeheartedly. Um, She did great. Uh, Great. She was, she was clearly tasked with the largest acting lift Mm -hmm. in the movie. And she did what she had to do. She came, she she literally came to act. She literally came came to act. act. (laughs) Delivered. So, so, uh, Miss Sherry, if you couldn't already tell, we're fans of your work. Um, oh, so, you know, this yeah. this is w- much well-deserved, much-deserved. Uh, you need to get more flowers. So, love it. Who is this black man? <laughs> In my hallway. <laughs> That's Ray. That was so funny. <laughs> no, that was comedic timing. That is yeah. funny. Very good. All right. Well, once again... Miss Stella, Miss McGee, big fans here. <laughs> big, big fans. Uh, yeah. Wow. Come on the show, like for real. Um, yeah. Okay, let's shoot our shot for real. Let's, let's just yeah. let's just give us a chat. Uh, it seems like maybe you saw a review for the weekend. We'd love to talk. We'd love to talk. You know, let's just chat it out. You're, chat. you're yeah. a very you're an inspirational filmmaker. I I can only aspire to tell stories this riveting, this um, create characters this like engaging. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um. <laughs> that's enough of us being thirsty and for y'all you know for you the listener right now we appreciate y'all too i just be thinking about that sometimes y'all really just tune in every week you know um and trust us to re- recommend you films and trust our opinion on these films and mm-hmm. kiki with us like that's what it feels nice to know that right now i'm just talking to sydney right now but like yeah weeks from now someone's gonna be kiki with us um i hope so this was a key and, and listening along so <laughs> if you cackled at all <laughs> just just you know just say that drop it underneath the instagram pics yeah. let us know that you cackled it's drop nice a cackle to know emoji under, under yeah just drop it don't yeah, even say just... that a cackle emoji and leave it at that's that. how we need it yeah. <laughs> all right let's all right, get on out of here be breezy Thanks for listening. To join in on the conversation, meet us in the Twitter streets at TNCC Pod or over on Instagram at New Chitlin Circuit, spelled C-H-I-T-L-I-N. And to keep up with our latest, visit our website at thenewchitlincircuit.com. Circuit.com.